Francisco. It's 1.41 p.m. in this beautiful city of San Francisco, and that means that we have the absolute honor and pleasure of talking to Alicia from Bully here in Rock Network KXSF. Alicia, what's up? What's, what's going on with you? Hi. How are, How are you? I'm good. I'm great. Super happy to be able to talk to you. Good. Where are you at this very specific moment? Um, I am in Nashville at my house right now. Cool. How's Nashville? It's good. Very hot. But, um, yeah, it's fine. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much once again for taking the time to do the interview. Dude, you've been busy during the pandemic. You're, you're releasing a lot of new stuff, and that's really cool, and we thank you for that. Yeah, thanks for listening. I'm glad to be able to release it. Awesome. Uh, you released uh, a brand new single, uh, what was it, yesterday, no? Uh, every, yeah. Mm-hmm. Every Tradition, what a great song. Congrats. Thanks. Talk to us about it. Um, Every Tradition like a trying 2.0 for me. It was just very literal. We recorded it um, in Pachyderm in Minneapolis uh, last summer and it went through a bunch of different transformations it started off as a slow one with just guitar and vocals and it was about a minute and a half and then it kind of evolved into a big three-minute rock song um so it took a lot of steps but I'm, i'm happy with where it is right now and then we released a single about a month ago a little under a month ago called where to start and yep. we did that um In Toronto at Palace Studios. Exactly. Totally. I read somewhere that Where to Start was inspired by a 1990s uh, band called the Chumbawamba. <laughs> And I found, that ex- I, found, I found that extremely interesting. You know, I'm a 90s kid, <laughs> so, you know, I, I enjoyed that song by then. How did this happen? Yeah, I was just listening to the structure. It's really the structure that inspired me, but I was like, this is such a solid song. It was kind of breaking it apart, and I was just thinking about how um, a lot of songs then started with the hook yeah. of the song at the very beginning, which is just really interesting to me. I, I've, I've never really done that with any of Bully stuff, and you just don't hear it quite as much anymore. If you do, it's usually in pop music, but... Um, so I was thinking about that and then kind of hearing just all the different vocal stuff, how it starts off, you know, with the women singing in falsetto yeah. and then all of a sudden he comes in like full blast, uh, 120% and just the dynamic flow of it and the structure was really funny to me. So I kind of wanted to try and replicate something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my focus was on the structure and the not too much the song itself but it's a great song it's a great pop song so i don't know it's just funny to take note and then i mentioned that when uh talking to rolling stone about it and then that was the line that got picked up and you know what i'm glad it did <laughs> yeah yeah totally. <laughs> because yeah it's funny it's a great song i mean both of them yours and uh top great song. totally definitely and we're extremely happy uh uh yeah Alicia, Alicia, because we know that uh, you will be releasing a new album August the 21st, Sugar Egg, and that's really, really great mm-hmm. news for, for all of us that follow your music. Talk to us about Sugar Egg. There, there's uh, 12 tracks in that album. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, there's 12 tracks, so I've pretty much been writing it over the past three years. Okay. Um, and all in all, I had 32 demos. I think we ended up recording about 17 professionally and then stripped that down to 12. That made it on the record. Um, yes, I wrote over the past three years, got everything together, went into Pachyderm in Minnesota, um, and I tracked with my drummer, Wes, and then I hired this guy. His name is Zach. He's awesome, out of California, to play bass. So he came in two days before, and we worked out his bass parts, and um, the three of us just recorded. I did all the... Then they left. I finished all the guitars, vocals. Came home thinking the record was done, and then sat with it for a little while and talked to my manager and I wanted to go back and write just a little bit more, so I wrote another song, a five song. Went to Toronto about four months after that and tracked those. That group of songs I wrote on bass. Um, so that's why you have like Where to Start and Let You that are pretty much led by the bass. So then just Wes and I went down and I played bass and he played drums and then he left and then I did guitars and vocals and then came back and, and went over it with the label and management, kind of uh, narrowed it down to the 12 songest, strongest songs. And then, yeah, we ended up with Sugar Egg. Excellent. Well, we're extremely happy, stoked, uh, you know, to be able to check it out when it comes out. How do you feel, by the way, uh, before releasing new music? Do you get uh, nervous or you just, uh, you know, feel a little bit of pressure? Because, I mean, you released uh, great, great albums. Uh, 2015 uh, feels like and losing in 2017. Uh, do you feel pressured yeah. you know, to come back after those two great rock and roll albums? Yeah, I, it's always so nerve-wracking to release yeah. music just because you've spent so much time working on it. Especially right now, it's really strange because you usually have touring to prolong the longevity of that album and the buzz around it. Totally. And without having that as an option for the foreseeable future, it's kind of just like throwing your hands up and doing the best you can and being as active on social media as much as I would rather not be. That's the only outlet we really have to promote the record. So um, it's nerve-wracking and figuring out ways to rework things and play stuff solo in my house live and stuff like that is all just a learning process. But I hope it goes well. I guess we'll see. <laughs> awesome, yeah, totally. And when you compare uh, Sugar Egg with, let's say, with losing, how different are mm -hmm. they and how different are you as a human being from that uh, 2017, Alicia? Yeah, I think they're, they're very different to me. Um, Sugar Egg, to me, is a lot more upbeat. There's a lot more lightheartedness. There's a good um, kind of a, a little bit of the first record in there as far as Uh, like the really fast, quick, pop-punkier stuff. Not really pop-punk, but songs like Milkman and stuff. Um, there's like a couple shorter ones on the third record like that. But I, yeah, I like the third, I like Sugar Egg a lot better than Losing. There you go. <laughs> I felt like when I was in the writing process, I was just in a lot of better space than I was during Losing, and I was really able to take the reins for this one and, do whatever I wanted without any pressure from anybody or any time restraints. Um, I think that you can really tell in the music because 
it's by far my favorite record, and I never say that. I just very um, it it it's a full record. It has a little bit of everything um, with staying authentic to Bully, and yeah, I like it. I think it's more fun and upbeat than losing for sure. Awesome. Uh, now that we talk about mm -hmm. uh, the creative process and writing, what inspires you, Alicia? Like, what gives you like an instant, uh, I don't know, electrical shock that would, that makes you write? I don't know, uh, maybe a riff, maybe maybe the lyrics. What inspires you? Yeah, it's really weird because I, it just happens so randomly that it's it's hard to say exactly. But I know story stories do, like a lot of podcasts that I listen to, okay. um, sometimes like This American Life or Invisibilia, when they kind of dive into a topic and um, um, look into it a way that you normally wouldn't give you a different perspective on it and just open up a train of thought that you didn't have uh, prior to listening is always something that sometimes can get my brain moving. Sometimes music, it's just I have a hard time finding new music that I love as I think everybody does. It's just, you know, that stuff that you like the most and then it's hard to find anything that will match it. But, um, sometimes music being outside definitely does. And then, you know, whatever is going on in your personal life, if things are happening or not, but it's really hard to tell. I mean, I think it's hard to be inspired. Um, I wish that it was just happened all the time, but yeah. I also think, too, once you give yourself room to be inspired and you start working, then you naturally kind of have a little bit more inspiration because you have momentum going, and it and it kind of gets the ball rolling. Totally. And uh, like I said, I mean, you've, you've stayed busy and you've been releasing uh, a lot of new stuff. On May 13, you released uh, a couple of covers, uh, a single uh, about a girl by a band we all know from uh, Seattle, Washington, Nirvana and Turn to Hate by Orville, Pe uh, Orville Peck. Uh, are you a big fan of Nirvana? Um, I, I like them the same as a lot of other bands okay. in that, uh, in that um, genre. I'm not like a crazy diehard Nirvana fan, but I enjoy their music. Totally. Um, I think when we were doing that, we wanted to try and find two songs that Sub Pop had released um, that I kind of wanted to try and and um, cover and rework a little bit to make them sound a little bit more authentic to the way that I write, and it was just cool to kind of keep that in the Sub Pop family. So exactly. we went with Nirvana and then Orville Peck. Um, I heard that song in the, the melody, his vocal melody in the choruses was just sold me of It's great. It's a fantastic melody, and um, I never thought I would cover a country song, but I heard that one, and I was like, "Well, now's the time to do it." Exactly. Well, it's a great song. I think I played that uh, that that cover version of that song by you a couple of weeks ago. How does it feel to to be signed to Sub Pop? I mean, it's a legendary uh, label. Nirvana was part of it. Other great projects were part of it. Did you ever dream of uh, of being part of that family? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I never thought that I would be playing music for a living, period. <laughs> so all of this is a, a big dream for me. Um, but I love Sub Pop. Genuinely, everybody over there is so supportive and just spectacular people. They're, I, 
they're people that I would hang out with outside of work, and I always think that's kind of a telling thing, whether or not you're surrounded by solid people in your work community. Um, but they're the best. They're, I have nothing but great things to say about them, and I genuinely mean that. Awesome. Excellent. So Sugar Egg to be released on August the 21st of this 2020. Are we going to be getting uh, uh, maybe at least one more single before the release of that album? Yep, mm -hmm. we'll have one more. Excellent. Can we know which one it's going to be, or is that, is that top secret? I don't think that they know which okay. one yet. <laughs> awesome. I think it's still uh, being determined. Excellent. And last question. Uh, you, you, rec you filmed a couple of music videos, for uh, obviously, for every tradition and for where to start. Were these filmed mm -hmm. before the lockdown or during the lockdown? No, these were during lockdown. So there's this director in L.A. that I've worked with before who I love, and I trust him to do anything. And I got on the phone with him, and I was like, I, we need to make a music video. I want to get some cameras and just shoot at my house. And he was like, okay, I got a plan. So he rented me a bunch of gear in Nashville. Nice. Kind of talked me through how to use it on the phone. I set it up and recorded both of those all myself. <laughs> and Excellent. then sent him all the video footage. And then he edited it all and like turned it into a music video. So it was just the two of us and we both did that. Um, he was in California and I was in Nashville. That's amazing. And it ended up being great. I yeah. know, they are. They're, they're, they're amazing. They're great. So, yeah, uh, good stuff. Thanks. Awesome. So, is yeah. there going to be a new video as well for the new single before the release of the new album? <sighs> no, I don't think no. so. But maybe. We might see if we can get anything together. Awesome. Excellent. And what are you going to be doing uh, for the rest of the day today? I actually have to take a CPR class. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> How come? Yeah. So, um, because I, during lockdown, have been going through training to be an emergency foster parent. Oh, that's so, so awesome. So I would just take kids um, when, as soon as they leave their home before they find a more permanent foster placement. Okay. So they would just be with me for a night or two. But I've been going through training for the past month and a half and tonight is my uh last certificate and class that i have to get excellent well that that's dope that's really really cool like honestly it's uh, something, something really yeah, cool to do i'm excited yeah for society and yeah. you know for all these people that, that need uh, need help awesome alicia well yeah. thank you so much it was an absolute honor to be able to talk to you to be honest it was super fun and uh let's Thanks. play every tradition i mean it's a brand new song that just came out Awesome. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you. And when, you, when this is over, please come to San Francisco, obviously, and come to KXSF. It'll be an honor to have oh, you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. Thank you, Alicia. Take care. Bye. Bye. Perfect. So now let's go and play uh, Every Tradition, which, which was released yesterday, as you heard. This is Bullying. In Rocknet.kxsf102.5 FM San Francisco until 4 p.m.
SSF LP San Francisco. 